Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Serial Killers Around the World. My name is Annette and in my podcast I discuss exactly that, Serial Killers Around the World. On today's episode I'm going to talk about Canadian serial killers and pedophiles Carla Hamolka and Paul Bernardo. A little data on Canada's serial killer population. There are approximately 106 serial killers in Canada and as of 2018, five of those were female serial killers. Okay, so let's begin. Sweet little Carla was born on May 4, 1970, to her parents, Carell and Dorothy Homolka, in Ontario, Canada. Eh? Kara had two sisters, Tammy and Lori. Uh, Tammy had a passion for sports and enjoyed soccer, track and field, and cross-country running. I, I mentioned a little bit more about Tammy because she is one of Omoka's victims. Carla's early life was dysfunctional as her father was an alcoholic and would often fight with his wife, creating havoc within the family dynamics. During her daughter's trial in 1991, Carla's mother reportedly testified that her daughter was beaten by her father and had also suffered sexual abuse by him. Even with the dysfunction in this family, uh, Carla was a seemingly normal kid who enjoyed drawing and had a love of animals, and as a teenager worked at a pet store. She also enjoyed reading The Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries, and later became obsessed with the occult. It's hard to tell if her interest in the occult drove her to become a serial killer, although it's my theory that serial killers are born that way, but in this case, perhaps she needed some nudging by Bernardo to hone in her serial killer tendencies. It's been reported that Carla has an above-average intelligence, with her IQ measuring between 131 and 134, with her common sense and moral gauge measuring way below that of most people. Uh, her former husband, Paul Bernardo, was born August 27, 1964, in Scarborough, Ontario, and was the youngest child of three siblings. As a young child, he seemed to be a good kid and was a Boy Scout for some time. His father, Kenneth, Kenneth worked in the marble and tile industry, and his mother, Marilyn, was a homemaker. Paul's father was an asshole who sexually abused his daughter Deborah in front of family members and was eventually charged with voyeurism and pedophilia. Because of all of this, Marilyn uh, mentally shut down and ended up, up living in the uh, household basement, and it is said that she suffered from depression and agoraphobia. As a teenager, Paul's thoughts turned to dark and he fantasized about raping virgin girls on a breed farm that he dreamed of creating. And to add fuel to the fire that was brewing in Paul's head, Marilyn informed her son that Kenneth was not his biofather and that he was born as a result of an affair that she had. Paul didn't take this well and resorted to calling his mom a slut and a whore whenever the two would argue. Uh, you know, they both resulted in name-calling, with his mother preferring to call him a bastard from hell. Turns out she wasn't wrong. At the age of 17... Homolka met 23-year-old Bernardo while attending a pet store conference in October 1987. In, in 1989, the couple became engaged and married in 1991. Uh, by this time, they had already raped uh, several women and killed 14-year-old Leslie Mahaffey and Homolka's 15-year-old sister, Tammy Homolka. Carla and Paul were definitely a match made in hell.
After their arrest, Carla and Paul became known as the Ken and Barbie killers due to their good looks. In my personal opinion, it's never a good idea to give serial killers cute names. It was during the summer of 1990 that Paul became attracted to Carla's younger sister, Tammy. In December that same year, during a family dinner, Carla added a strong sedative to Tammy's food so Paul could rape the young girl once she was unconscious. Uh, They then proceeded to take turns raping her, and during their assault on her, she asphyxiated on her vomit and died. Carla and Paul then attempted to hide the crime by removing the clothing that Tammy wore during their assault, redressed her, and moved her into the basement bedroom. Only then did they call 911, and at a local hospital, Tammy was pronounced dead, and her death was eventually ruled as accidental. Their next victim has never been publicly identified. She was a 15-year-old girl that Carla met while working at a pet shop. On June 7, 1991, 1991, Jane Doe was drugged by Homolka, and then she and her husband not only sexually assaulted the young girl, but also videotaped the crime. As in Tammy's case, the young girl aspirated on her vomit, and after she stopped breathing, they called 911, but apparently help never arrived as Carla and Paul managed to revive the girl. Uh, She suffered from amnesia due to the drugs administered to her during the assault and did not recall what happened to her until some time later. Leslie Mahaffey was only 14 14 years old at the time of her murder. She was born in 1976 and had a younger brother named Ryan. Her father was an oceanographer for the Canadian Federal Fisheries and Oceans Department, and her mom was a teacher. Leslie was a typical young teen who occasionally missed her curfew and preferred hanging out with friends instead of family. On June 14, 1991, while walking home, Paul stopped his car and managed to convince Leslie to get into the car under the pretense of offering her a cigarette. He then brought Leslie to the home he shared with Carla, sedated their victim until she was unconscious, and then they took turns raping and torturing the young girl while recording themselves and listening to David Bowie and Bob Marley. The next day, Carla administered a sedative to the young girl, and Paul then claims, you know, the medication killed her. Carla claims that Bernardo strangled Leslie to death. Afterwards, they hid her body in their basement and managed to carry on as if nothing was amiss in their home and were even ballsy enough to host a family dinner to celebrate Father's Day with Carla's presence. Appearance. Excuse me. I can't wait to have some proper podcast recording equipment so I can edit and revise and make this sound better. All right. Anyway, once her family left, the couple dismembered Leslie and encased her remains in cement and dumped those remains into Lake Gibson. Uh, One of the cement blocks wasn't heavy enough to sink and ended up on the shoreline and was found by a father and son who were fishing at the lake. Detectives were able to identify Leslie via her dental records. Miss Kristen French was 15 years old at the time when she was walking home from Holy Cross Secondary School on April 16, 1992, when she was kidnapped by Homolka and Bernardo. Over the next three days, Carla and Paul videotaped the rape and torture of Kristen 
while forcing her to drink large amounts of alcohol. They then murdered her on Easter Day, April 19, 1992. Hamolka and Bernardo then washed her body and cut her hair before they discarded her like trash in a ditch. Her body was discovered on April 30, 1992, just a few days after she was killed. Uh, during my research for this pro podcast, I discovered that before Paul met Carla, he committed a series of rapes and attempted rapes with the victims ranging from 15 to 22 years old. They dubbed him uh, the serial rapist uh, as a Scarborough rapist. So it looks like Bernardo was leading a life of crime um, before meeting Homolka. The Bernardos eventually split on January 6, 1993, after Carla was beaten by Bernardo and then admitted into the hospital. Uh, Bernardo was subsequently arrested uh, but released on bail. Carla moved in with relatives and never returned to their home and less than a month later on February 17, 1993 Bernardo was arrested for the Scarborough crimes and then Homolka was arrested on May 18, 1993 and charged with two counts of manslaughter. During the course of this investigation and in searches of the couple's home, over 100 audio tapes were discovered that recorded their crimes. Bernardo also kept a detailed diary of the crimes they committed, and books and videos depicting sexual deviation were also found, in addition to the video recordings of the rapes and murders. A portion of one of these videotapes was played during the trial, which showed Bernardo and Hope. Homolka raping and torturing Kristen French. In this video, Bernardo also forces Kristen to call him her master and makes her apologize to him for calling him a bastard. If you recall, his mother frequently called him a bastard from hell, so I imagine this triggered him even more. Uh, in 1995, Bernardo received a life sentence, sentence for the murders of two of the teenaged victims. Homolka received a 12-year sentence after pleading guilty to manslaughter. She claimed that she was forced to participate in the rapes and murders of their victims and that she had been an unwilling accomplice to the murders. Uh, Carla was released from prison on July 4, 2005. She married her attorney's brother, Thierry Bordelis. They have three children and reportedly live in Quebec. She has changed her name and is apparently keeping a fairly low profile. Paul is serving a life sentence, and it is unlikely that he will ever be released from prison. So there is a God. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Just when you think people cannot possibly be any more depraved, along come a couple, along come a couple by the name of Carla and Paul Bernardo. I will end the podcast here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will come back. Stay safe, and please be kind to others. And don't murder. <laughs>